everybody to another episode of this is just my opinion which your favorite introverts given their extroverted opinions no no <laughs> you gonna figure one out man <laughs> every week i've been coming out with the quotes like come on now anyway you've been trying friend i will give you that i will give you that yeah. Uh, anyway, I thought that was a good one. Anyway, <laughs> I am your host, Cassie, uh, the goofball, of course. And then we have Miss Shayna Watts. What's up, girl? Nothing much. Uh, just finishing out the day, girl. Still got a list of things to do. I know. We always got things to do, right? So let's just get into it then. So for those that don't know, me and Shayna are Black. So (laughs) 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 and so one thing we wanted to kind of uh, discuss and stress on is the strong, independent Black woman narrative. Now, for me growing up, ideally, if you were called strong, you know, it, it, it's it's a, a special, um, you feel special, you know, you feel obligated to be strong because obviously your mom is strong, your aunts and your aunties, your cousins, all the women before you are strong and um, able to do for themselves. But um, how how is this narrative now like? you know, in our world, <laughs> I I feel like we're starting to see the toxicity in that narrative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know about you, but for me, I was tired <laughs> of hearing it after a while, especially if I'm going through some type of trauma and I'm told to be strong. That's what we do. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I agree. Or you're you're just so you're so strong. You know what? I don't want to be. You can I, go I, through this. You were built for this. No, I'm not. You know, so it made it difficult walking away because obviously for me, um, I felt that I would be judged or I would be less viewed as less than or not strong for walking away from a situation whereas you know that should be applauded as well Mm -hmm. like setting boundaries Mm -hmm. and focusing on yourself what's what's worked for you just like you know I'm over it I'm overhearing it I feel obligated to speak up anytime I hear it what are your Mm -hmm. thoughts friend I think that the strong Black woman narrative is very damaging um, because it doesn't allow us to be full human beings. It doesn't allow us softness or uh, the ability to uh, fail mm-hmm. uh, with grace or or to not you know fail, not succeed, just to to um, to give up, like you said. Uh, not being able to give up and, and having to maintain uh, 
uh, the strong, the strength, because um, you can do all. Um, I think that it's basically a symptom of hyper-independence, which is a trauma response um, that is born of being let down over and over again. So it's sort of just like, a, I'll just do it. I can do, you know, everything. Um, and you shouldn't have to. Um, you should be able to accept help or uh, be able to ask for help from those that you trust and care about, um, you know, and then when you, you know, finally break down or something like that, the people that are around you are like, well, I, you know, I didn't think that you needed help. I didn't know because, you know, you've always been so used to doing it alone. Um, I think that I also really don't like the trope because I don't believe that I've heard of any other race, um, no. that has that, that strength to them. And I think that it, not only dehumanizes black women, but also um, masculine. It makes us more masculine, um, which is why people are like, oh, you, you know, the other relationship things come up like, oh, you're gonna be bitter, single and alone, blah, 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 all that, you know, all that other BS that comes up. Um, it just, it all circles back to that. It really does like the whole angry, black woman narrative too also ties in and I think it's it's not we're angry we're tired you know mm -hmm. we're having to hold the world on our back and it is like kind of like a superhero thing and like I said when I was little that's what I thought we were built for until as I got older and I see you know white women are allowed to have this vulnerability and you know be themselves Whereas us, we have to play, sometimes play mom and dad, you know, where I grew up, there was a lot of like single parent households, you know, with the mother being um, the mm -hmm. primary parent in that, per in that kid's life. So having to be the mother and the father, hold down, <laughs> you know, two or three jobs, like, you know, this was like normal for me. It's just like, this is what we do until I had to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just like, bro, I ain't built for this. I, I'm kudos to anybody who had to do what they had to do. I completely feel for you. Um, but I'm at a point where I'm not going to extend myself for nobody. And that's in relationships too. Like, I ain't mm -hmm. gonna die. I ain't dying for nobody. I'm Girl. sorry, sir. <laughs> I said it. I've been saying Why we gotta die? Where what? are we going? Why? 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 why are you first so I can send it to my mama? Why are you putting me in situations where it requires death? Like, sir, mm -hmm. let's let let's make it make sense. Cause I'm I I'm not that individual, and I never understood why that was glorified for so long <laughs> and I'm just like happy women are kind of waking up like that's that's just stupid I think black women especially um I think what it boils down to is struggle so black women were like seen as we were made to struggle and that we can survive all and so a lot of black women are like I refuse to struggle anymore in any area of my life, whether that be relationships, whether it be in, you know, my job or anything. If it doesn't, if it does not come with ease, which is my word of the year, if it's not with ease, if it's not um, given freely, then I don't want it. Mm -hmm. So um, 
since so many women are doing that, that's why we're all now okay with um, being single, living the, you know, I see on TikTok and on Instagram and on Twitter and on YouTube, these women who are like, I'm in my soft era. Um, and it, you know, it seems like it's about luxury and everything, but really it's about um, doing what you want to do when you want to do it, yeah. how you want to do it without uh, thinking about any of anyone else's opinions. Um, and giving yourself the space to allow those opportunities to come in. So when someone offers you help, instead of being like, oh, I got it, like actually just being like, you know what? Yes, I can absolutely do this myself, but yes, please help me. Yeah, and it is tough, like training your brain to accept that help. Like I'm guilty of it. Like I'm very independent and mm -hmm. um, I do be having my, my days where I, I do need some additional like support um whether it's emotionally physically but sometimes my pride gets to me and I'm like no I'm able to do this shit but in reality it's like it's okay to ask for help that doesn't make you less strong mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's okay um but what I find interesting um obviously me and you were children of immigrants Mm -hmm. And so it's just interesting hearing the older generation talk about how us, you know, the mm -hmm. younger um, generations are handling things and their opinions about it. I thought about that aspect as well, because not only were we first generation, we're also first daughters. Mm -hmm. So I think that a lot is put on like the oldest sibling or the first daughters mm -hmm. um, in Caribbean households um because they're expected to basically be third parents essentially or sometimes second parents if there wasn't a second parent in the household and um then when we are trying to break these generational curses and take back our power and being like you know what no I'm not going to do that it's like well you're so selfish or I had to do this and it's like yeah. In what world is that okay that just because you had to do it, that, that should be the norm? Because were you resentful when you had to do it too? Yeah, so then why can't we stop? Just because you had to do it don't mean it should be No, it's kind of that, like, passing down, like, what you know. And, mm -hmm. you know, even if you know it's not necessarily the right thing, um, but because it was done to you, you feel like it, you know, the trend needs to continue, but... Yeah, I, I find that I, obviously, me and my family were very close. Definitely had several mm -hmm. flashes about this because there's, you know, I think they are still trying to understand me as a person, like, and why I do certain things differently from how they handle it. And, you know, for me, like, I guess I have to thank being, you know, American citizen as part of, you know, me expanding, you know, my mindset and how um, different people do things and not just being fixated to one culture. So I'm able to have like different perspectives and be a little bit more open-minded, but I do mm -hmm. see I carry certain traits of, you know, my parents and grandparents and how they've done things. So um, I think they're still learning. And unfortunately, they're a little more on the stubborn 
side of learning things and being open to it um being a black woman it's like we have to learn to to be strong through these certain traumas or like um certain points in our life and a lot of the strong black woman narrative is is based in trauma because it it's basically just hyper independence like we were forced like we didn't have a choice we had to adapt mm-hmm. um and a lot of women were put in circumstances that uh, it was either sing or swim. And so they're barely treading water. They're barely able to breathe, keep their noses above water, but they're going to do it. They're going to make it happen. Um, And it takes a toll on you both uh, physically, emotionally, mentally. Um, And, you know, you keep taxing that down to generation to generation. So my question is how to like, like we've mentioned, like we're trying to change that, but how is everyone else, you know, going about changing that? Because I, I can see it happening mm-hmm. um, within our generation and the generation uh, that one, you know, Gen Z, Earth whatever, girls. whatever. We need to figure um, out what they called. I don't, <laughs> is it Gen Z guys or? I think so. I um, think Gen X is be above us and then Gen we'll, we'll look that up next time. Okay. Yeah. We're going to do that. Um, (laughs) but I, you know, I see it. I, I even see it in my own mother and her unlearning, her taking, making the effort to unlearn a lot of things, um, that she internalized and was perpetuating within her own, you know, space. Um, so like I can see it happening somewhat, you know, and my aunts and my mom and stuff like that. Um, but I think really our generation is the generation was like enough is enough. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna overwork myself. I'm gonna rest when I need rest. I'm not going to um, kill myself for a job. Um, I'm gonna take that trip. I I'm going to take that PTO that I've earned. I um, And I'm not going to let you shame me for taking the PTO. Um, I'm going to stop that relationship just so I'm not going to stay here just because um, I get to say that I'm I'm in a relationship or something like that. Um, I think you got to realize the world is a scam. And <laughs> once you come to that realization, you say, F all of this extraness. Like, why am I working nine to five till I'm 65? and then I wait to die like we're not doing that (laughs) so my thing is like I'm not gonna waste my time if I don't have to you know push myself to a certain like over exhaustion I'm not going to do it like but I yeah I I will also risk take the risk of being called selfish Mm. because I refuse to take on my own burdens as well as everyone else's and I think selfishness has a bad taste to people's mouth because Mm -hmm. we we led it to believe that it's supposed to be bad when in reality uh you know everything is in moderation obviously but selfishness Mm -hmm. actually can be a good thing like we need to be selfish with our time we need to be selfish with our with our mental health we need to be selfish with you know just our overall overall wellness like um I don't agree with you know using that trope to like make someone feel guilty first 
setting boundaries or a certain standard for themselves. And this, like I said, this is just coming to realization. You know, the world is a scam. So you have to, you know, you have to play the game as it is. But um, yeah, like you said, our generation and the little ones below us that are still questionable, but um, <laughs> so know. like, for example, I didn't want to cook myself dinner last night. Could I have? Absolutely. I called the chef because he had offered to cook me dinner. Mm-hmm. There you go. Using your resources. I did. Soft life, girls. And, and, and that's <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> he okay. came over. He cooked me dinner. He brought me wine. We watched a movie. It was wonderful. There you go. We'll need details of that later, but um, <laughs> that was it. That was the detail. Oh, okay. Okay, friend. Uh huh. We gotta do a status update on the cuffing season at some point. So we will. We, we, we will. will. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like don't feel obligated, like, girl. <laughs> I mean, he offered, and I really was like, bruh, you know, no, I don't, you know, oh, I don't get paid till this day, like this, that, or, you know, I was making excuses, and then I was just like, you know what, no, this man's offered to cook for me, I'm hungry, I do not want to cook, mm-hmm. so, do it. let's do it. Let's do it. Or, you know, if you didn't have him, you would be like, I'm gonna go out to eat, or I'm gonna order in. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Like, you have the funds. You're not breaking the bank. So, girl, <laughs> I could go The on. reason I didn't order out, I was like, I genuinely don't want fast food. Like, I don't want fast food. Mm-hmm. There is not really, like, restaurant restaurants around, like, in my immediate area. Mm-hmm. Um, all the good stuff's in D.C. Yeah. So, I don't even remember. I think... I was I just said I will buy the groceries, but will you cook? And he was like, sure, I'll be there in 15 minutes. Okay. That's awesome. Even. Awesome. But yeah, so I I think um I'm happy that we're tackling this topic. It was something I had previously wrote in my blog. And, you know, a lot of people are kind of um becoming more aware about it and I I think like you said you know our generation is doing making efforts to you know change that narrative so um but overall I mean it's gonna take time like for me it, it still takes a little bit of unlearning on my part um because like I said this is something I carried my entire life and at now at 32 it's just now kind of resonated that it's all a scam anyway Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's I think mostly that it's okay to not want to be considered strong like you can still be independent you can still be a boss you can still be all the other adjectives um that describe strength but uh you don't have to make that your entire personality. Mm-hmm. Um, you are allowed to be a full human being. You are allowed to be fully uh, multifaceted and full, fully realized. Um, and, and that, that goes for both women mm-hmm. and men. Yeah. Also, oh, 
Like it goes for everyone, but I think like in this aspect that you don't just you don't have to sit in the I can take I can do bad all by myself. I can take care of myself because we know you can. Um, but I think when there are opportunities for people to step in and help you, that every once in a while, you know, make the effort to do that, uh, to allow them to do that for you. Mm-hmm. So that um, you can, that can start to be normalized. So that can start to feel okay to your nervous system. So that when other opportunities arise, it doesn't feel like, oh shit, like you're losing control. I have a question. Because mm-hmm. um, we have that stat. I don't know if it's changed, but that um, Black women are the most educated. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is part of the reason that we get to that point is because we are very known to be very resilient and yeah that we have to prove that we're the most motivated the most ambitious and that because we are frequently the underdogs because we are black because we are women uh the intersectionality of all of the um what's the word the I, I get what you're saying, the um, not minority, but... Yeah, um, we're, we're the intersection, like, all of the intersectionality of <laughs> the... the um, Under... A lot of um, the, the underdog, the, the minorities or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, if you're Black, you're a woman, and you're uh, you're part of the, the leg booty community, you're part of the LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. community, um, you know, it's even even worse for you. So I think that it was it's our way of proving like we're you know to be twice as good to get half as far like we are even better than what you anticipated of us and you know we're gonna prove you wrong every time yeah because we have to, i just we just need to make safe space for everyone especially black women to be like you said humans to be women, <laughs> to to feel whatever they feel and not um, attach a stereotype or attach any title to it. Like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a process. Like I said, um, I think, you know, our parents and, you know, everyone that came before us are, you know, are still living in that especially in New York, man, um, people come out here, the hustle is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to tell people to like slow down and be able, cause you, you have to do what you have to do. But, um, I hope that one day it will click and, you know, we'll be allowed to, or be given that space to just, you know, be able to do whatever we want when we want. I think that we should also have a discussion eventually about stereotypes in general and like how that affects us in different aspects of our lives. Because um, as we we're talking, I was thinking about how we is like, you know, we go to work and we show up and we do our jobs and we leave. And um, because the angry black woman trope exists, um, if we aren't overly bubbly or overly happy or overly interactive then the people around us especially when they're palm colored people are like oh she doesn't like me this like 
it, it, it becomes this thing, like they create this story in their head that then actually jeopardizes you in your job because they can go to HR and be like, oh, she doesn't like me. She never talks to me. She never smiles. And HR gets involved and you're like, bro, I just come here, mind my business, do my job and leave. Why do I have to be your friend? Yeah. It drives me nuts. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you can be my business and be angry. You can be vocal and passionate about your job or, you know, stand up for yourself. And they're like, you know, her tone was this or she's too aggressive or she's oh this and it, it's like you can't win so we gonna have we gonna talk about that yeah we do and i do have a, a person that um came to mind when you said that that struggles with that a lot because um my friend's high yeah i was about to say is he, i was like is he this high? Yeah, <laughs> um she's very misunderstood at times and i think she would be a good person to have um as a guest for that topic because she has had several experiences with that and it's like oh black women in the workplace that's <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a subject on its own and just yeah but um yeah so I I love being black I love being a woman but I'm gonna do what the hell I want mm-hmm. <laughs> shit is lit it's dangerous yeah. it's lit it's lit over here so um clearly Shayna doing what she want having people come over and cook for her so <laughs> and and she did so there you go <laughs> we come in all <laughs> sorts of variations we don't gotta be that one but yeah anyway so um tell us what you're, you guys are thinking on this subject matter um tell us your stories share your thoughts uh don't forget to subscribe and like um follow us on our instagram this is just my opinion underscore podcast and we have a youtube channel as well so check us out if you want to see our pretty faces we'll be posting um some vids real soon so Mm -hmm. um check those out and follow me on Instagram, guys, Cassie in Progress, and on TikTok, Cassie in Progress. Um, and my TikTok is uh, they call me Nico, or that smells like my Instagram is they call me Nico. Um, yeah, follow me there. We're posting a lot more videos and stuff on Instagram since you know Instagram wants to be a video, <laughs> a video app now. Um, yeah. that's the one that we got the most views on with the videos that we've posted. Yeah, so well, we're gonna figure it out. We will figure it out. I feel like we should do a TikTok too, but Shayna's the the TikToker. Girl, that's a lot. That's a lot of platforms to be trying to grow at the same time. True, true. So let's start little by little because we 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 just a little podcast show, so we 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 getting up there. But anyway, guys, if you made it this far, you are a real one. We appreciate you guys listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.